Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is therightdoctors.com. I am Dr. Bhiman Kahali. I am a senior consultant interventional cardiologist attached to Bienvilla Heart Research Center, Kolkata. And I am also the chairman of Scientific Committee of National Intervention Council, Cardiological Society of India. And you are listening to me on Indian uh, leading medical digital platform, rightdoctors.com. Uh, today we are going to discuss about the global pandemic of COVID-19 and its implication on cardiovascular care in the country and globally. Regarding this virus, this is a new one which first appeared in 2019, end of December. Some people tell it came in the month of October uh, from a wet market of China. Uh, that is in the Hubei province in Wuhan, that is the capital of Hubei province. So in Hunan, it came from a, a wet market or bat market from the pangolin, that's a mammal, or bat's fish, bat's flesh. But uh, there is some, uh, you know, dispute regarding the origin of the virus. Some people try to tell it's from the Chinese land. But it's not true, probably, because... Uh, Nobody would want that so many lakhs of people are affected in their own country with such a virus and somebody walks that she may such a negligent way. Anyhow, the effect was devastating and uh, lakhs of people have already died. More than 1.5 lakhs people have died globally and totally 2.3 million people have been affected. Uh, incidents occurred first in China, by Japan, South Korea, the adjoining countries, and thereafter Europe, and lastly, but not least, USA. And US is the hardest hit. More than 7 lakh people have been affected in US, and having such a beautiful symptom in the country, the mortality is quite high to the tune of 5% almost. And uh, till now, 37,000 persons have died of the disease in USA. I'll come to the symptoms, signs, how it replicates. But most important, if you see the mortality, even in very advanced countries like Italy, UK, France, Spain, the mortality ranges from 10 to 14 percent. It is not as low as 1.5 or 2 percent. Of course, in Germany, the mortality is as low as 2 to 2.5% because of beautiful health care in that country. And today, Trump, in one of his speech, has acknowledged that only country which has got a better health provider system is Germany. France, more than 1.45 lakh people affected, and the mortality is more than 10%. Some people tell that in Italy the mortality is so high, around 13 to 14%, because of the fact that the number of old people living in Italy is much more than any other country, and the average year of death in Italy is 80 years. So these are really of concern. And uh, in India also, total 14,000 people have been affected. And uh, there had been certain criticisms in different platforms. 
that we are uh, not doing those much of tests and that is the reason why we are not being able to tell the exact numbers. I don't want to go into the politics of it, but even in New York Times, there has been an article uh, telling that we need more of tests to be done. So as WHO DG has told that we need to go for test isolation, uh, treatment of the patients, tracing of the patient, that's very important. We can follow the Kerala model because in Kerala we have found that it was one of the states which was highly affected initially in India. But afterwards it was found that Kerala has very nicely managed to contain the numbers and to reduce the numbers and to reduce the mortality. I think Kerala model should be the model in our country, India, because we are highly popular. Just to tell that in Europe, the average number of people per square kilometer is 400 to 500 in different countries. But in India, suppose in Kolkata, it is 24,500 per square kilometer. So it's a very populous country and it is very difficult to control the disease in such a highly populous country. Now, uh, the problem in our country is that we did not have initially the adequate number of testing kits, so the tests were insufficient, not sufficient. And we need to go more for tests, so test, 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 as it is told, and we need to trace them, and trace them vigorously. In South Korea, they didn't go for lockdown. There are several models. Majority of the countries world over, 198 countries world over has been affected by this pandemic. I don't know what are the countries which have not been affected. Almost all the countries have been affected under the UN or we know of the countries belonging even to non-even. But you know, the different models which has been adopted in different countries vary like lockdown in our country. Lockdown has been done in all other countries. Like in Singapore, it is going to be from 7th to 7th of May. In France, it is going up to the 3rd of May. In our country, 1st, 3rd of May, and then it may be extended also. But the model in South Korea is a little different. They didn't go for lockdown. And they went for testing, testing, testing. In South Korea, one girl, young girl, at seven, eight tests negative, but he had the symptoms of the disease. So nine specimen was positive for COVID-19, and ultimately the patient died even after the three. So this is regarding the epidemiology and the global distribution of the disease, and we find that this is a lethal disease, and it is highly contagious. Initially, we are told that it is not airborne by the virologists, but later on, all of them are telling no, no, it is airborne, and even if the patient takes respiration, breathes, or even if it talks, some of the droplets go into the ear, and they can survive from hours to days. And the amount of distance they can travel is 12 feet to 15 feet, which is much more than 3 to 6 feet. So it is a highly contagious disease, and not only it is airborne, but also it can persist if it is in some surfaces. Like in cardboard, it can persist for 24 hours. 
over glass or plastic, it can stay for three to seven hours and it is highly contagious. Regarding the symptoms of the disease, in 80% of the patients, it is asymptomatic. But the symptoms are very mild, like little dry cough, little fever, little malaise, lack of appetite, lack of taste, lack of smell. Sometimes as the disease advances, the patient becomes breathless. So these are the different symptoms. And sometimes the patient has very high fever when the patient has got mild to moderate fever. But in extreme of cases, when the patient is severely affected with this virus, the patient becomes severely breathless, he becomes hypoxic, he cannot take the breath of himself, he has to be put to invasive ventilation, that is intubation followed by ventilation. And he is dependent on the ventilator. And the figures are very dismal. The figures from UNAN, which has been published in Journal of American Medical Association and NEGM, highly peer-reviewed journal, shows that 97% of the patients who had been put to the ventilator in Hunan province of Hubei, uh, it has been found that 97% of the patients put on ventilator have died. In Nivea, the figures are a little better. 80% of the patients who have been put to the ventilator dies. And the most dreaded aspect of the disease is that the patient is admitted today in the evening with some fever, little breathlessness, dry cough, etc. Within 48 hours, the patient dies. We have seen patients where the patient is a young individual, 40, healthy, very good physics. No antecedent disease, no comorbidities. But the patient came with chest pain as enterocephal MI to me. He did an angiogram and it was a two vessel disease, but it was not an MI from all other evidences. So the patient was put to the ventilator immediately on arrival and the patient had a bilateral pneumonia, more so in the right lower lobe. The cocalcitonin was zero, the CRP was high. The patient had leukopenia, lymphopenia. The neutrophil to lymphocyte count was more than 3.5. The patient had high fever, toxic loop, and then all the systems were affected and the patient died within 48 hours despite best of our treatment. Of course, remdesivir was not available in the country two months back, and I think it is still now not available. Regarding the affection of the patients, it is found that from the statistics from China that 64% of the patients are hypertensive, 42% of the patients are diabetic, 23% of the patients are hyperlipidemic. Same results came from Pittsburgh. One gentleman was yesterday online in one of our webinars <coughs> from Pittsburgh. <coughs> He's a cardiologist and practicing on nuclear cardiology, Dr. Soman and uh, Poonam Soman. And he was telling that uh, the affection is in 23% of the patients are hyperlipidemic and 5 to 10% of the patients either have coronary artery disease or COPD 
or as it was thought that COPD patients were very much prone to the disease, it is not so. And in the literature today in the morning, I was noticing that those who smoke are not that much affected by this COVID-19, or even if they are affected, they do not die. Out of 7,000 patients surveyed somewhere, it was found that only 1.3% of the patients were smokers. Same results from the Chinese, uh, you know, authorities who tell that very few were smokers and even if they are affected, very few died because their problem is that the smokers already have a diseased lung, the alveoli are already affected and the patients and the viruses cannot sit on the affected alveoli and therefore they cannot do any further damage, any dying of the lung tissue alveoli, exudation, pus formation, uh, severe macrophage implantation, cytokine, small storm with liberation of profound amounts of uh, IL-1, IL-6, IL-12 and other uh, cytokines and this cytokine storm is avoided in smokers. It is a very new theory. I don't teach that you smoke to avoid COVID-19. However, these are some stray findings. However, coming back to the you know, comorbid conditions which affect more patients uh, like diabetic, COPD, obesity, lack of exercise, and, you know, patients who are not very, uh, you know, physically strong and other uh, like ESRD or even stage 3, stage 4, CKD, they are all affected to a large extent. And it was found all over the world that diabetic patients are highly affected and the mortality was also very high in hypertensive and diabetic patients. Now coming to the prevention part, extra medical or non-medical uh, non drug therapy which are very important like washing the hands and I should tell washing the hands with soap and water thoroughly for 20 to 30 seconds and taking care that all the parts of the hand are taken care. To put alcohol sanitizers before touching anything or after touching something. And then, you know, we should not speak in open places regarding coughing and sneezing. We should not use the hand, rather we should use um, and kerchief and we should throw it as if it is something else. And uh, regarding Distancing, it is very important to keep a distance of three to six feet. Mask for everybody is very, very important. I have been personally using masks and my juniors were using masks in our hospitals from 14th of January when Wuhan was having uh, in patients and we are seeing the channels like Eon in the TV channel, that is uh, Indian channel, and we have been noticing spread of the disease was very much in China, especially Wuhan, it started with, and thousands of patients were affected with pneumonia, and patients were dying as well. So we should use masks, and it's not for the time being, I think, up to 2021 or 2022, we'll have to wear masks. And regarding gatherings, we have to use gatherings, even small gatherings. In Germany, just to tell you, and in UK, Germany, for the last one and a half months, I think, they have prohibited a gathering of more than two people. They are not allowing 
to more than two people in public places. So it's more than one section 144 in our country. You can formally the same theory. But see, even with the NHS being such a strong health provider, the mortality in UK is more than 11%. And see, even their prime minister was not sure. Same thing with Netanyahu in Israel. So many stalwarts have been affected. Wife of Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, however, all of them have done well. So people are surviving also. That's the only good news. So we should think of the comorbid conditions. And another thing to tell, the elderly are especially the victims. So the elderly population are very, very much affected. So in the house, we have to take special precautions about the elderly. Those who are above the age of 60 or especially 65 years old, especially diabetics, high sensitive history of COPD, CKD, CAD, some past procedure like angioplasty or bypass surgery, uh, obese people, patients with hyperlipidemia, from our uh, statistics we find they are especially prone. And the small children or young people should try to avoid even to go to their room. They should be little in isolation. And uh, they should not move out of the house and they should uh, go for social distancing for some more time following the norms of lockdown. In the marketplaces, we find we are doing social distancing in the houses. But when we go to marketplaces, we are either without masks or we are 15, 20 people together. That should not be allowed. Police cannot do everything we have to also do. Now, regarding the drug therapy, it is still dismal. There is no specific drug for such a dreaded disease. And the mortality, we just now listen, it is 2.5% in Germany. It is low in Singapore, South Korea also, it's very, very low. But unfortunately, in very advanced countries and in US, which is uh, taken to be the mecca of medical treatment, the mortality is as high as 5 to 6% in US and in Italy, in UK, in Spain, in France, who are very, very advanced countries in the Europe, the mortality ranges from 10 to 13%, which is very, very high. So there was a lot of hue and cry regarding hydroxychloroquine. Just I want to tell, though it has been advocated by our ICMR to take this drug by the healthcare providers who are in the forefront of the war against coronavirus. But unfortunately, this uh, USA or other advanced countries do not recommend this drug, only except President Trump, who has been who has advocated this, but Antonio Fauci, who is a noted figure in the treatment field of infectious diseases, and he's the director till now of CDC, and he tells, with my 50 years of experience on this subject, probably I do not know anything about this virus. They tell it is two to 14 days incubation period, but how this virus muted, what is its character, what are the drugs available, I have no idea. And according to him, Fauci, Dr. Fauci, it is an anecdotal drug, this hydroxychloroquine. It hasn't got any evidence there, and I don't advocate it to be taken. Yesterday, the doctor cardiologist from uh, Pittsburgh also told, we don't recommend it. Rather, we caution people with cardiovascular disease. You should not take it as a prophylactic measure, neither as a drug. In China, they have used a lot, but there were some incidences of death.
because we cannot give this to patients with PTC prolonged if it is more than 500 milliseconds. Besides that, it produces hypoglycemia. It causes several ventricular arrhythmias like torsades, which can uh, cause death. We know torsades is a dangerous uh, ventricular arrhythmia, tachycardia. And so it should be given very, very carefully. In Gohati, also one of our uh, anesthetist friends died after taking hydroxychloroquine for a few days. And uh, we can give for secondary infection prevention, agitromycin, which is a good drug for upper respiratory illness. But it also sometimes produces PT interval prolongation and should be given carefully in patients with heart disease. Now, coming to the few molecules like remdesivir, there is, it is a drug manufactured by Gillard and day before yesterday, the share of Gillard on <clears throat> 17th of April surged by 10% in milliamp exchange because the drug is shown to be very promising. Recently, there has been an article in NEGM which showed that uh, 36 people out of 53, that means 68% of the people, survived when remdesivir 200 milligram IV for first one or two days, followed by 100 milligrams DID for another 10 days, did very well. And 60% their temperature came when taken out every two, three days. And Zarago University Hospital by one lady, investigator, researcher who has shown out of 113 patients in his inner group, uh, two patients only succumbed, all others survived, and there also the temperature came down. Uh, soon they were taken out of the ventilator. They went out of the hospital after seven to ten, within seven to ten days, and people are telling it may be considered that instead of seven to ten days, the drug remdesivir may be given for five to seven days. But all this euphoria, which whether it is a pharmacological biasness or just to push the shares up, or very, very improve regarding some other molecules like pevipapir, which is a Japanese molecule, and some other molecules, uh, even mycetin, I don't know how much it works, but these are some of the molecules which are. Uh, regarding lopinavir and vipinavir, I think those two molecules are not helpful because they increase the mortality actually and also tell about hydroxychloroquine story. People who have been given hydroxychloroquine, they needed more of ventilators. Their respiratory symptoms were more profound. They had bad courses. Their mortality was also more. So we should think about all these facts before taking uh, this molecule hydroxychloroquine. Uh, whether it acts at all prophylactically is a great doubt, and so we should think twice before giving this molecule. Though again, I tell you, it is advocated by ICMR, but in USA or in uh, Europe, nobody advocates for this except for some small French trials that somebody has shown is very good, and it was 100 percent. But the you know evidence is lacking for hydroxychloroquine or even hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin combination. For secondary prevention, of course, we have to give some antibacterial, some IV good antibiotics uh, that may be azithromycin or something else from that group. But uh, anyhow, there is not no good uh, pharmacological treatment for this disease till now. 
but we have got good support here putting the digital volume of 6 channel per kg and some good ventilator support the patient comes out in majority in some of the patients given to the ventilator but we see the mortality was 80 to 97% from our new year and human experience so the disease is a deadly one the virus is a deadly lethal we have to be very careful and as we know that uh, you know prevention is better than cure especially when we have got no good treatment for the disease we have to take all the preventive measures as we have detailed and by those uh, measures individually at societal level and and the hospital level we can uh, we assure that we can uh, win the war against uh, coronavirus and it's going to be a long story we are seeing different mathematical calculations in the tv that uh, actually the disease is going to stay at least for another few months maybe up to the end of this year and even as the different predictions coming from us and europe we have to be very careful with, uh, till 2022 and we have to uh, have masks for uh, 2021 or 22 and we'll have to uh, avoid face to face gathering seminars conferences till for another one year or so and we have to be very careful regarding our daily habits regarding our individual habits regarding our societal habits and we have to take all the precautions to win the war against uh, corona thank you very much and i wish all of you very healthy and long life and free of corona insights from the world's best medical minds this is the right doctors.com